0: Being a bard, go back to being an edge <laughs> lord. Give me that, give me that un, <coughs> undead growl. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it would be even like grosser, like just clicking me, or something. Give me that, give me that, that, that. What, what is it? Wreck it Ralph. Wreck oh. it Ralph and the zombie from <laughs> the from, from. Oh yeah. yeah. What? What, what did he like. say?
1: Good. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, what <Save. laughs> <laughs>
0: Mini Friends Podcast. This is Sully Your DM and last time on the Deck of Mini Friends. The party watched Stitcher and Tag take a dive off the lady kindly. Captain Five Toes Soldiers Tizo approaches the group of the remaining Godbearers and asks for peace. The Godbearers reluctantly agree. With a vengeful eye on Perennis and Nathaniel Warren, and out from underneath the storage decks of the ship emerges a new face—Teladris, a man or elf out of time—who approaches the godbearers with cryptic and interesting. Variables to their existence and their quest. When they rush below decks again to gather their belongings. They hear the screams above deck again. And step forth into a battle of sailor, drow, and giant bat-like creatures. And a familiar voice directed at Koshu. Calls out a challenge, and that's where we left off. Let's tell a story. Hey, everybody! This is
1: Brian, and I play teledris the crazy chronomancer who is the newest godbearer. I am a longtime listener of the Deck of Many Friends podcast, and I'm delighted to be here with the rest of the crew, bringing this content to you guys. And the only way that we can continue to bring that content to you guys is with your support on patreon.com slash Friends. Now let's get back to the action. And I am not going to call my brother's voice
0: sexy or sultry.
2: <laughs>
0: All right, guys. We rolled initiative right before the end of the last episode. The order was... Reval. Tech. Ta- oh, you're not tech. Ta- oh, God. <laughs> Too soon. Oh, God. My heart. Koshu. Teladris, our new member. And then Bitsy, who didn't roll an eight, but she did roll something lower. I believe it was a four. Four? Four. Okay. Yeah. Four. Koshu. You see the scars grin of corn blood glow step forth two long silver blades in his hand two yeah two <laughs> two <laughs> he had two scabbards when you fucked him up so <laughs> are you carrot, sure it wasn't one I'm 100% sure it wasn't one JD edited down to one <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to deal
2: with this
3: guy that episode has already been released yes
0: weeks prior. <laughs> blood Glow steps forward two silvery blades in hand with red jeweled pommels. He opens his mouth to a toothy smile and lunges. Oh shit. <laughs> Kosha go ahead and roll me a dexterity saving throw. Oh yeah. We rolling dice again. Alright. Dex. ten. Wait No, that's stealth. Plus seven. Still ridiculous. At level five? Yeah. (sighs) All right. Are you ready to see how crushingly well I did? I am nine (laughs) 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 I'm fucked. (laughs) You see Corrin spin into this almost shadowy cyclone as he dives at you with these silvery blades and somehow you sidestep what? <laughs> oh my god. And he spins and collides with the ground but immediately recovers doing that 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 iconic flip and recover move that we all see on every YouTube channel <laughs> out there Kip up. Um yeah. What's it called? Kip up, kip up. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for correcting me there. It was cool with YouTube, but. <laughs> and you hear him laugh. <laughs> Good show, Rival, It's your turn. What do you do? You see in front of you a total of about eight mounted drow riding these giant bats. These bats are probably uh, with a 20 foot wingspan. They're ginormous. Fangs glittering in the the sunlight Uh, and the riders well armed and well armored. None of them on the deck themselves. The rest of the um assailants are all still mounted and flying above the decks. What do you do?
4: So Corin leaped at Koshu.
0: Correct. He's probably within 10, five to ten feet of you at this point.
4: And then how far away are the other guys? Um probably about ten
0: feet away, but also ten to fifteen feet in the air, varying. Yeah.
4: Um does Corrin appear to be leading the charge that I can tell?
0: Um, ooh, ooh, okay. So you can roll me perception as your action to determine okay. what the battlefield looks like. And I think this would be characteristic of Revol. And you can actually roll me with advantage. Uh, I think this is a, a significant... Jules is so pissed you. <laughs> Advantage not to you last episode Advantage not to you again This episode And you but haven't even had a chance I like to ask your one shirt, time
3: So I feel like it's fitting to give you advantage
0: <laughs> I mean it's the only shirt he wears
3: <laughs> Well
4: can <laughs> okay, i uh, give it a break So i uh, cut that out uh, yeah. No, yeah. leave it. No, nah, it's going to stay. And um, so I rolled twice. Uh, second roll was a 21.
0: All right. So you are going to use your action to yes, determine. Um, okay.
4: To determine the lay of the land. All right.
0: So uh, in front of you, and I wish I could give you a map, but the, the audience will not understand said map. But So really in, in front of you, you see the the, the main mast of the the Lady Kindly centered uh, directly in front of where the ladder well uh, exits to. Uh, on either side there are uh, four different uh, bat-mounted drow warriors. Um, they all seem to be uh, melee-ish. Um, that, that that kind of uh, fighter. Corrin being the only one on foot uh, does seem to be leading the charge and uh, uh, definitely uh, directing orders elsewhere. Uh, is there anything else that you were trying to figure out from the lay of that land? I, I will definitely give it to you with a 21.
4: Um, I, th- I think what I was trying to get at the most is if I could identify a commander of some sort to s- almost scatter their ranks, you know, you know what I mean. Like, are they depending on Corrin or I, I? I guess it's yeah. They you know
0: do I mean. seem to be focusing their attention on what Corrin is doing. Okay, if that gives you—that's uh, the most you could discern with sight, I think, at this point. Okay. Sight and hearing. But for sure you 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 gather that they're they're paying very close attention to what Corrin is doing. Okay and
4: cool. that, that'll end my turn then.
0: okay. All right, then we roll to Koshu believe it or not. Okay <clears throat> we're right on top of each other right Corin and I you and Corin are right on top of each other. He you you barely sidestepped his dive. Okay, <clears throat> thank God. I'm 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 just a squishy little boy. <clears throat> All right. Um, and and is it just me and him? And there's distance away, or or there's about ten
4: feet between uh, between me and Core and Blood Glow. There's okay. about ten feet. Okay. So. Yeah.
0: So so at, at the entrance to the stairway is Bitsy, Teladris, and Revol. You're about five feet outside that and he is pretty much right on them at this okay. point because he kind of rolled past you and okay right there at the beginning of the if i want to hit an object with a throne attack not a person how do we do that i've never done this before in dnd okay uh depends on the object the mast I can see it from the hallway where. Oh you're yeah, too, yeah, right? you definitely, yeah. and it's it's probably only about twenty feet away from you. That's fine. Okay, uh, it's a large target, and you can draw me to hit. I'll tell you. I mean, I'm not going to tell you the AC right now. But. Okay, I'm going to I am going to throw the katana that I picked up off of Captain Sir General General or whatever his name Captain was. General Sir. There <laughs> yeah, you go. Yeah, I'm going to throw the katana at that mass with the intent to embed the katana into it. Okay. Uh, rolling hit. Add your proficiency and your dexterity to this hit. Oh, okay. Your dexterity um, modifier. It's like in the 30s to hit. Uh, let me crunch the... Do you want y- the No, no okay. I'm good. You're 30 plus. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah. It yeah. fails. <laughs> it is a stationary large object. <laughs> um, and... The proficiency that you throw it with embeds the blade about halfway into the, the mast itself and the, the, um, the hilt and the, uh, the actual handle itself uh, extend probably about uh, a foot and a half out of the mast now, but a good foot of your blade or two. Uh, foot and a half of your blade. So it's probably about a three foot blade, right? Yep. Um, <clears throat> extends out of the, or into the, into the mast. It okay. Is there. And he, he fills the tether to this katana still that he has been ceremoniously like laying at his feet every time he meditates <clears throat> and he's connected to. And he clenches his fist and he immediately evaporates and reappears holding his katana 20 feet away from Corrin. Do I need to do anything to pull this thing out? (laughs) Yeah. There's going to be a strength check of pulling it out of the... Can I dex wiggle it back and forth?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys trying to set me up? (laughs) Because it feels very intense. Stop! Stop! Maybe. (laughs) Maybe.
0: (laughs) It's unconscious if it is. Um... Yeah, go ahead and roll me a string check to pull it out. I won't. I won't. Okay. That it's not an action, so you go ahead and you're able to. If you succeed in yanking it out of the out of the mast, you will have it in hand and wielded. Um, but you won't have any actions left. You use your bonus action to teleport to it, and yep, uh, your action to throw it. So, um, okay. <clears> There's <throat> a free action to unsheath something. Uh, the katana is not a light weapon, right? Or is it? Mm-hmm. I believe it is finesse, actually. Versatile, mm. finesse, thrown. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't say anywhere where it's just like light. If it's thing. not light, it's not light. Okay. Uh, I'm just not sure if I know where to look, <clears throat> but <laughs> if thoughts. it doesn't say light on the description <laughs> in D and D Beyond it be right a, now, yeah. it, it is not light. Cool. All right. Uh, That's it. Um, I will attempt to pull this thing out of the. Man, roll me a strength check. Strength check. It doesn't count when it rolls on the ground. Good. Uh, 18. You're able to rest this uh, katana hilt and. Jiggle it enough and yank it free, and you hear the shing as it is nice. it uh, that the metal grinds against the, the wood of the mast, and you stand wielding. Um, I'm going to use half of my movement to move further away so that I'm roughly 35 feet away from corn. Okay, that's going to move you probably pretty close to the other yeah uh, it's a ba- it's way yeah it, you're, into you're, the fray probably yeah probably okay. so you depending on how close you want to get over to the left or right or the of the mast um you may provoke some opportunity attacks there I would like to move wherever I don't provoke opportunity <laughs> attacks <laughs> <laughs> I don't it, moving 35 extra feet you will no matter what side you go on so just 15 I'm just trying to get 35 away from corn. hmm Okay, you're going to choose left or right, then. Because I think you can probably get... Right. Okay, so you you kind of veer off to the right, kind of skirting the edge of the, the mast to, to uh, keep your distance from the remaining flying mounted drow that are there. Um, and make your way to the other side of the mast and maybe a little bit farther. Um, but that's it. Okay. Uh, there are now essentially eight mounted drow surrounding you. Awesome. (laughs) Okay. It is now their turn. Yeah, so when I started this... I didn't realize that it was a bonus action to teleport to this thing. Yeah. Mm, yeah. All right. <clears throat> That's cool. I'll, I'll take my licking and keep ticking. Well, Isn't
1: that <laughs> why I pictured this going in my head? Yeah. No. <laughs> so
0: what had happened was... <laughs> I rolled really good, and it still didn't work out the way yeah. I wanted it to. But, hey, fuck ups are the part of fun of d ds Right. <laughs> Let's do this. It is now their turn. Okay. All right. Nice knowing you guys. <laughs>
2: Get wrecked.
3: And then it was two. <laughs> or three-ish. three, I mean, two and a half.
0: The two forward, drow riding on their giant bat mounts, uh, start to converge on you and dive. Go ahead and roll me two dexterity saving checks, please. Okay. All right. If Eleven. First one, if the first one fails, and it doesn't so far. Okay. Uh, and the other one is twelve. All right. You're able to sort of twist yourself, hearing the screech and the 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 whistling wind as these two bats descend to sort sort of grapple at you with their claws, um, their rear feet claws, I guess whatever those things are. I don't. What are what is it? What is it? Are are they talons? Bats have talons?
4: They definitely I mean, they, have claws. They have.
1: I think they. I think they're claws. They're back they, claws. They, yeah. yeah because okay. They're 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 mammals, right? Right. Talons are for birds.
4: Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, they they rear back and and reach for you with their back claws, um, unable to uh, seize hold of you and uh, switch sides immediately. The second set does the same. The third set. Go ahead and roll me another dex check. Oh shit!
2: (laughs) Bring it on, Bat Boys! (laughs) I'll take you on.
0: (laughs) Set? You said set. I need to keep rolling. Two. Okay. Well, if you you if you get higher than a DC of ten, I did. Um. You succeed, so go ahead and roll with the second one if you succeeded that one. It's a matter of not rolling off the table. Uh, That is 13. That is also a pass. The third set misses you as well. So last. He's just doing all this crazy ninja shit. Dodging. I mean, he is, I mean, this is and, like the of- hardest core parkour ever <laughs> yes. that I have ever seen. Uh, feel free to describe it as you please, but <laughs> yeah, I think it's a combo of him like breaking his back backwards to to bullet dodge, as well as like cartwheel sideways in the air, and like all this crazy shit to stay out of the way of these guys. The fourth set. Oh God. Citizens. So they, they ride in pairs. They ride in pairs. Okay. Yeah. So so there's there's one on each side of the mast, right? And they're both converging on you simultaneously. Um, the fourth set whooshes past, and you are unscathed by these bat folk. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt more ninja in my life. <laughs> That's amazing. Tell you break the plane of the stairwell, and it's now your turn. Uh in front of you, within 5 to 10 feet of you, is corn blood glow. Uh, you have encountered corn before. Um, you recognize the scarred grin of this dark vassal drow.
1: What do you do? Alright, so... How far away from the edge of the ship are we?
0: There's probably about 30 feet to each side. Hmm. It's a, okay. It's a large ship. Okay. Um,
1: how high in the air
0: are the bats? About 10 feet to 15 feet. varying. Okay. Perfect.
2: God the evil smirk that he just threw it, Sully
1: he's like ah you fell
2: into my trap
1: so Teladris is going to um, look up in the air uh, at these uh, bat riding drow um, is going to um, lift his thumb up and sort of place it uh, over the top of one of them, uh, over you know through his line of sight, uh, and cast um, spatial incontinuity. Go ahead and read
0: that spell for me, if you would. For yeah, you're gonna have fans. to read all of the spells because uh, they don't exist except for uh, all you mini content. friends out there. Uh, we have stolen a homebrew from oh, a wonderful contributor called Low Wraith on D and D Beyond. He has made an amazing class and all the spells to go with it for a chronomancer uh so give him some shout outs out there on dndb uh, check social for the links yes check yeah, we'll social. get that up there ken will take care of all of those wonderful bits
1: <laughs> all right so spatial incontinuity a forced error in space time you were there suddenly now you're here You are now occupying a space that you could see up to 20 feet from your starting space. If that space was already occupied by a movable object or creature, you traded places with them, and they now reside in your starting square.
0: Are you about to start being coming up, (laughs) Batrider? That is so
2: cool. Dude. Is there
0: is there any resistance or anything? Is this literally? Is this is literally. I do this. Yeah, and I do this as a bonus action. Oh my god! What? <laughs> Stand Kidding? by a while I make my brother re-roll something <laughs> completely. <laughs> uh, I, I know, did agree. <laughs> I did agree that it's not op enough for me to tell a no. Amazing. <sighs> this is hype as fuck. I can't okay. wait for this. All right, so just raises his thumb and makes the incantation to replace himself in the space where this first Batrider on the right flies. And then they switch places. A drow falls at the feet of Bitsy and Reval as he unconsciously occupies the space of Where Teladris stood, completely shocked and unaware of what has just happened to him. Teladris, you find yourself straddling a flying giant bat.
1: (laughs) Alright, does this thing have reins or something?
0: Uh, It does have a saddle, and you are sitting in it. The reins seem to be... Almost embedded into the bat itself, it's like implanted. Uh, A single, like half ring, seems to be just injected into the bat's back. Um, And as you, uh, I'm assuming you're going to grab a hold of of, of that. As you grab hold, you hear the, the the pained screech of the bat, and then its obedience. What do you do?
1: All right. Um, I am going to try and yank this thing around so that it's flying directly at one of the other bats. Welcome, Brian. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: We're getting into the wind shit. Let's do this.
0: <laughs> so good. We have solved my bat puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> you rear this giant bat back and bank it to the right where the opposing rider flies and aims his next strike towards Koshu. And the bat screeches as it starts to come within proximity of its brethren. But without a yank to halt it, it collides immediately with the other and you both descend and crash into the deck of the lady kindly wrapped in each other's webbing and fur and blood and mess. You take six force damage as you collide with the, the deck. A uh, drow.
1: Could I make some sort of dexterity or acrobatics check to reduce that?
0: Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll me a dex save okay. uh, and see if we can half that damage for you. Okay. Definitely not going to be acrobatic. I think that you're going to have a hard time. Uh, Fifteen. You take three damage. As the two bats collide with the deck and you hear the... And, and splintering wood beneath you start to crack and, and, and break. And you hear the scream of the drow beneath you who has crashed underneath the weight of your bat. Uh, scream in agony as you hear the bones of his legs start to crunch and break and crack. And he takes 16 force damage as you <laughs> collide with him. And he's prone. All right.
1: <laughs> Was that my movement or my I think regular we're gonna action? Com- we're going
0: to combine that as a movement and an action. Your your action being to guide the... Yeah, I would have given you an animal handling check that this is simple enough to turn. Bitsy. Yeah. Um, At your feet lays a confused drow. In front of you, you have just witnessed a two bats collide with each other and Teladris now riding one. Koshu has parkoured his way uh, through eight (laughs) impending dives (laughs) and Corrin, a drow you have never seen before, stands with both blades at the ready,
3: but he hasn't attacked anybody.
0: No. Well, he tried to attack me.
3: Um, That's not his turn. And I uh, like context clues. Bitsy's getting with the program and understands <laughs> this dude is not friend. Right. <laughs> okay. Um. And I'm closest to who? Uh,
0: you would be closest to the drow that just appeared in front of you. Okay. And Revol, you're both kind of like it, it, at shoulder width from each other.
4: Is he prone? Corin? No, the one that appeared in front of us. The uh, switch places he, 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 he he's kind of crouched. Said, I think
1: you said he was
0: prone. Uh, the one that got no Colored. the one that got crushed is prone. Oh, right. Uh the one that just kinda landed where Teladris was Yeah, uh, okay. is it's just kind of like in a crouch. He's not prone.
3: Okay, I have a question um technical question. If I'm gonna cast a spell, is that my whole action? Or do it would, I, it I would I
0: depend on the spell. There, there are certain spells that can be cast as It'll say actions. as a bonus action. Right.
3: So she's going to cast Conjure Animals.
1: Okay. And she Animals, can, plural. <laughs>
3: yeah. She can do two. So she's going to do one uh, brown bear directly in front of her, kind of blocking her. Because there's okay. somebody behind me, right? The stairwell's behind me.
0: Yes. All
3: okay. right. And then a giant vulture is going to be the other one. And Where I, is they this don't, one going? <laughs> they don't get to attack yet, right? Because it no. says we have to roll initiative for them.
0: Yeah, we'll have to roll initiative for them.
3: I guess for now it's just going to be sitting next to me.
0: Like perched?
3: Yeah, it's a giant vulture. I don't think it'll fit on me.
0: No, it's probably bigger than you.
3: Maybe could it land on the guy that's in front of me? <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's really cool. <laughs> Did you conjure it? The way that she conjures it dictates where it is. So. Yeah, yeah maybe I, mean, I should
3: you... put the black bear on him because he's in front of me, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, yeah, both it's Corin
0: French. and this guy are in front of you. Is it black bear or brown bear?
3: Brown bear. Sorry.
0: Okay. Um, this guy is confused too. Yeah, you could. He just got yanked out of the air. And he got put, yanked out of the air, and seconds. now a bear lands on him. <laughs> so the He's brown
4: bear. He's having a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> so woke up today and told his wife goodbye. I was like, "I'll be back later." <laughs> <Nope>. Okay.
2: <laughs>
3: um, okay, so the brown bear is going to land on him in front of me, with the purpose of protecting me from things in front. And the giant vulture is going to be to my side until I command it to do something.
0: Okay. And that is one action, correct? That 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 spell says one action
3: but now I roll for them.
0: Go ahead and roll me an initiative for both of those.
3: 17. And 5.
0: Okay, so the bear will go immediately after Revol in the order, and the vulture will go right before you in the order. And that's actually the end of the round, so we're actually back to Revol. What do you do?
4: Um... Is so, Koshu teleported behind Corn Glow and then started whipping around to dodge all of these bats. Is yeah, he's correct?
0: nowhere near you guys anymore. He's about 35 feet from you guys, maybe 40 from you.
4: Right. Um, and he's off to the side because he sprinted 15 feet off to the left or right and then got a little finangled with the bats. Okay. Did Corn Bloodglow. Was Corn. Is he still facing Bitsy and I? Or did he turn around he and He Koshy-
0: He's facing the two of you,
4: Al. Okay. So Raval will... Um, after he's kind of taken his... His uh, inventory of everything happening on the battlefield... He'll step up and grab his double-bladed scimitar... Uh, and... Just kind of make familiar eyes at Corrin... With this, recognition, this mutual recognition of each other. And... Um, leap off into an attack nothing complicated just going in knowing hey this guy's probably the the leader of it all and kind of like sidestepping the bear that just mysteriously appeared in front of him but thinking <laughs> you know Bitsy probably has something to do with this given he's <laughs> seen, her. Yeah. <laughs> seen her
0: do other strange things
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> such as this and he'll go in to attack with his double-bladed scimitar. So he kind of leaps up in the air and brings it down um, with a lot of fury and rage, and does a 18 hit.
0: An 18 does hit.
4: Sweet. So he will take um, five damage from that. Okay. And then I will—that's slashing damage. Mm-hmm. And then I will use my second attack against him and inject a maneuver, a um, menacing attack.
0: Okay, remember to tell me whether or not you want to use it before it hits. Before I tell you whether or not it hits.
4: So go ahead and roll me. Oh, it. I missed this discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a 19. It hits. Go ahead. And uh, so I'm going to use my menacing attack so Raval kind of screams this ungodly, rage-filled scream and ch- and charges his scimitar into Corrin. So Corrin will take 13 damage, and he'll need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. What's the DC? Um, 14. Rolls a 17. Okay. I think it was lower than 14. Okay. Yeah, but either way. I think it's 12. So he is not frightened by me. And but you do add damage the damage. Yeah. But yeah.
0: So you... So... 5 plus 9 plus what? What was the D8 damage? 4. So 18 damage.
4: 18 damage. Oh, Revolve's bringing wow. the fucking pain! <laughs> I think this is the first combat where I've landed a good hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is
0: literally the most damage. I think this
4: may be 30 combined of
0: damage the same amount that you've done throughout the entire campaign.
4: Let's ignore that and okay. continue on.
0: Sound Lord's going to cut that one out. Um, <laughs> so you you bring down your double-bladed scimitar in a single slash across his chest and he, he winces and grins back at you and then you twist the scimitar back around to use the the opposite edge and drive it into a shoulder pinning him against uh, the, the deck as he sort of falls back and you see a unfamiliar visage across Corrin's face. A look of actual pain. Not Enjoyment that you saw from Koshu's torture, but a slight fear of his own mortality, and the grin fades, and the only smile you see on Corrin's face is that that was carved into him. Koshu, it's your turn.
3: (laughs) No, 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 it's the bear's turn.
0: Oh, it is the bear's turn. It is the bear's turn. Go ahead, bear. Don't forget Get your mall on. Go ahead, bear.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's just the one dude underneath him, right?
0: There is a single dude underneath him. That poor dude having a really bad face. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I just was trying to take a stroll with my boys, (laughs) and now I'm on
2: the ground under a bear.
3: (laughs) So the bear has a multi. He sounds like Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with it. You can be the voice of bear.
2: (laughs) What would you like me to do, (laughs) (laughs) do, Betsy?
3: Um, so Wait, is this just or gonna. Or the bear. <laughs> gonna whisper, bite, but like you need to know it's DM. He gets two things. Okay. So the and then the bear is gonna snap it, snap at the neck.
0: Okay. Ooh. Ouch. Seventeen. Seventeen
4: hits for sure. I will ask because he's prone underneath right. the bear. Does he get advantage? He
0: does get advantage. So you could. This is t- why
2: you're my husband. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the one time she didn't oh, ask.
3: Twenty two. That <sighs> still hits.
0: That's dirty. Twenty two, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh. Okay. Yeah. You hit. In both timelines. <laughs> Ooh. Twelve. Wow, twelve damage?
3: Yeah, I got. I rolled the eight awesome. out of an eight.
0: Oh,
3: I'm doing that? that right? Like I add, It doesn't matter. I add six to it, right, for the hit, and then okay. Sorry, it's been a while since we did combat.
0: Welcome, Welcome back to D and D, folks. <laughs> <Huh? 8 plus laughs> Roll 6, die 15. and no, it's, kill
3: things. it's just put four, so it's twelve.
4: Oh, yeah, and then you get another attack.
3: Yeah, but and I want to see how this plays out first
0: the bear leans over at your command of bite and crunches into the neck of this ebony skinned drow confused in his existence in this place rather than the place he was before (laughs) he he opens himself up to this, this bear with unknowingly thinking that he just needs to stand up or open his eyes and wake up and the maw of the bear wraps around his neck and clinches down. And blood gushes from his neck. And he gasps.
3: Bitsy's gonna have like an uncharacteristic giggle at that. And then say, now the claws. <laughs> oh, Going <and> roaming ahead.
0: <laughs> uh, I like minus. this. <gasps> Bitsy breaking bad. <laughs>
3: Uh, I, I still have advantage, right? Yes, you yeah. do. <laughs> 15.
0: 15 also hits.
3: <laughs> 10.
0: The bear releases his bite from the neck of this poor, halfless drow. And he grasps his neck to try and stem the flow of gushing blood. And the bear roars and then leans his weight into these long, extended evil claws and tears the throat and the wrist from this poor, unknowing drow.
1: <laughs> I mean, poor and unknowing. He was,
3: he was, was going to kill mean, us. I mean, I mean. You said not friend. I mean, he's not friend but 30 seconds ago he was
0: on bat in the air <laughs> pretty much safe from harm just saying but now he ain't got no throat <laughs> but he's still
3: alive okay good
0: no <laughs>
3: She's just oh, he takes his
0: breath. last he, take, he takes his last breath and blood spurts from his mouth and he expires
3: She's Congratulations, Bitsy! Bear.
0: You just got first blood.
3: <laughs> what do I get advantage on all my rolls for the rest of the session?
0: You get bragging rights.
3: Oh, that's useless. Um, is it? <laughs>
1: we need to, you need to, it. to like three D print a like first blood token. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I love I that should. idea.
3: Like, she's just gonna pet the bear.
0: <laughs> and she still has movement. You can go totally pet <laughs> the bear.
3: It's just you haven't even in front had a, her, right? Yeah, you haven't
0: even had an action yet. Yeah. That was all your bear, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can't tur- you can't pet the bear yet. That's why. I- <laughs> <laughs> that's <didn't>, that <laughs> <I forgot>. a <laughs> full action. Right? Yeah. yeah, full action to love on your bear. <laughs> She's gonna reach out. Uh, it is now Kosher's <laughs> turn. <laughs> um, okay, I will. Um, let me see something really quick. I might do something a little crazy. Will you? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna move. Um, I'm going to dash forward that 15 feet that I backed up. So I'm going to be pretty much right back at that. Um, Is this a cunning action dash? Yeah. Okay. Right back at the mast. Um, and then I will, because I did that, I will use Bolts from the Grave on corn Okay. Uh, Go ahead and roll me a hit.
4: He's prone. Corn is, it- is not. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, does a 10 hit? 10 does not hit. Yeah. <laughs> <and works well. laughs> uh, so you, you kind of wrap back around the mass and and almost aimlessly shoot this chain scythe out of your sleeve and hand into the direction where Corn stands facing your friends. And... It flies wide and above his head and crashes into the, uh, the kind of archway of the stairwell. And you, you feel the impact of the wood cracking beneath the scythe and then it retracts back into you. (sighs) Okay. Well, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to close the gap on this guy. Okay, so you now have about twenty feet. So there to close the gap. You don't have to use all your movement to do so, but twenty feet to yep close the gap between you and Corn. I will close the gap and use the katana on him. Okay. Oh, twenty-two was a twenty-two hit. Twenty-two does hit. Excellent. Okay, so that he's, is he's, he's, he's kind of pinned at this point from revolts. Uh, stab with a scimitar. Mm-hmm. So, you actually have advantage on this. Oh, okay. I can roll twice. Nah. Close. An 18 plus 7. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's 25. <laughs> yep. It's okay. Uh, roll me damage. So, just as he rolls up behind Corrin, he'll say, The people that granted you mercy are dead. I will finish what I started. And, um... He will deal 1d8 plus 5 plus sneak attack damage. We're Super close. You <laughs> get some sneak attack damage. Whoa, let's rogue, guys. Yeah, here we go. Uh, all right, so that is... I totally forgot you could do that. I should stop doing combat altogether. <laughs> we'll just come in here and be silly with voices. This is just audio theater, guys. God, this is crazy. Okay. It's what forty six. No, 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 it's 36? not that many. Yeah, it's just three. Um, Twenty two damage, <laughs> and I rolled really low. <laughs> That's crazy. You raise the katana up in a reverse strike and dive it into the opposite shoulder of the where the scimitar currently holds him down against the deck and tear into his ebony flesh and you see that telltale red seeping that you haven't seen in a long time as blood gushes from the opposite shoulder and his eyes start to roll back and look at you and there is no grit. There's only fear. It is now the bats in Draw Rider's turns. There's only seven left. Actually, there's six left because. Oh, yeah. The other one squashed into the deck. <laughs> so, My man.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: the one that is. Broken and crumpled on the ground will attempt to stand and fail completely under the weight of Teladris and his bat. The rest, Teladris, go ahead and roll me one dexterity saving throw. Okey dokey. One moment, please. Uh,
1: you said dex save? Dex save, yes. <laughs>
2: Oh, God, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so
1: bad. All right, so what is happening to me right now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, out of six other bats with riders on top, mm-hmm. they all converge on you and swoop down to try to grab you with their bat claws. Uh, based on the results of said dexterity saving throw, uh, I will tell you what is about to happen All to right. you. Would
3: he not have advantage because he's seen it before? <laughs> well, <we're, laughs> Come on!
0: We're about, to, we're about to get to that. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: it, it, it's going to try and grab you by its back claws and yank you from your mouth. Okay, so I rolled a three, um, but
1: I would like to use a class feature called alternate reality. So some reading time. Um, The chronomancer learns how to create small variations in the probabilities of reality. Each variation lasts only a moment, but creates alternate results for one recently passed event. When altered in this way, any one event attempted by a target the chronomancer could see during the previous round is recalculated, essentially allowing or forcing that character or creature to make a new die roll. Only events that begin and end in a single round can be affected this way. Only one roll event can be re-rolled. If the target is a willing recipient, the chronomancer can choose which roll, uh, affects them. If the target is unwilling, they must re roll the action and accept the new result, whatever the outcome. So I've got to re roll my attack. Um, I was going to try to re-roll and re roll my save. Yes. I'll go with it. Okay.
2: Man, this Brian, is so cool.
0: Can you. I would listen to the audiobook of the reference books. <laughs> <laughs> And I what would know so much more about D and D if you read it to me.
2: <laughs> Your voice is amazing; I love it. Thank you. Stop.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm going to use a real die this time because I think the the app doesn't really like me. So, uh, it only I mean, gives Jules eights. It's <laughs> Seems like true. so many times in a row. <laughs> All right, here we go. Rolling again.
0: Oh no. Did you
1: that that's two Nat ones in a row, plus my my two deaths? Okay, your face
3: was misleading. I thought you got a twenty because you looked happy.
1: No, I was just very very impressed with the Nat one. Yeah, twice in a row.
3: Last time that happened. Yeah. Once on the app,
1: once now here on the table. Okay. (laughs)
3: <laughs> wait, you said it's friendly, so you get to choose the one you want, right?
1: Yeah, I get to choose
3: whichever oh, nat both one I want. Hmm. <laughs> <Dance.
4: laughs>
0: Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> it's laughing so hard I can't breathe.
3: <laughs> She's like, wait, it's two dice. <laughs> <laughs> it's always two dice. <laughs> Again, I asked the question he down. should have advantage on both of those. <laughs>
0: That is exactly what that skill does. Yeah, it literally (laughs)
1: just gave me advantage on it.
0: Not
2: advantageous enough.
0: (laughs) Teldrish, you are yanked from the saddle of this fallen bat. And immediately afterwards, the bat rears down and bites at your gut. And you take seven piercing damage as its teeth tear into your skin and uh, faulty cloth armor. And it lifts into the air. You are now grappled and restrained. It is now... the vulture's turn.
2: Oh,
0: wait, no, it's Tillers' turn. You can use your action to try and escape or do whatever fancy-ass shit you're supposed to do. Well, okay. Um,
1: can I cast Spatial Incontinuity again?
0: Wow. Wow. This is, like, the most amazing spell. It's just a spell slot, right? Yeah, It's a regular spell. What level spell is this? Uh, level two. The dice be your gods, sir, <laughs> <laughs> or not? Actually, you want the there's no freaking dice, there's no roll.
1: <laughs> we may we may have to have words with this class creator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. You're fucking with a time hopper now, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Let's go. This is awesome. <laughs> Replace whatever object you feel fit
1: replacing, sir. Um. I'm gonna replace the the creepy guy with the Joker smile.
0: Oh You're replacing corn. Um, roll me a perception checker real quick to see if you can see him from where you are. Okay. Well And I, and, and, and I'll let you decide whether or not that is who you choose. Yeah, afterwards. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose some some drow. Right. Uh, I'm not gonna so, screw you over by saying no, you, you can't see him, so guess what? Your action fails. Yeah, perception, perception your wisdom modifier and most likely proficiency modifier
1: uh it's only a seven
0: you rolled a seven yeah uh behind the mast it's really hard to see uh corin himself okay uh he's also pinned underneath blades so it might not be a bad idea to not replace him uh sure okay so who
1: what other drow can i see
0: Uh, The one that is kind of hanging his head over the edge of the bat that's carrying you, for sure, you can see. Uh, And the one underneath your old bat, you can definitely see. The the two other closest ones that have attempted to kind of swoop you, uh, you can see they're they're on either side
1: of you. All right. Um, So I'm going to swap places with the pilot of the current bat that that I am being
0: grabbed by you find yourself looking down over the edge <laughs> of a bat's neck
2: <laughs> so cool. to
0: a surprised and now gutted drow who has a bat's teeth wrenched inside of him without so ever cool. penetrating the bat's teeth just seem to exist within this drow. And he screams. Um, and you are now riding it. And the bat can tell no difference.
1: All right. Um, so for my... Uh, so that was a bonus action. For my movement action... <laughs> I am going to fuck you, Low Ray.
0: <laughs> we thought you were awesome until now. Until now. Uh,
1: so I'm going to direct the bat um, off the edge of the
0: um, the ship. Okay, that's about. So it has 60 feet flying speed, so it can. Yeah, it's definitely it, cross the boundaries of this this um, the ship's deck. Yeah. And, and
1: fly over the edge of it. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to sort of reach down and slap the bat on the cheek in an attempt to get him to drop what he is holding. Go ahead and roll me an
0: animal handling for right. that. Nice. This is awesome, dude. Just this weird wizard shit.
1: <laughs>
2: it's just like... <laughs> All right.
1: That is a seven. Uh,
0: as soon as you slap the bat, it 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 starts to screech a bit in in uh, defiance, and starts to just kind of uh, tear the drow apart that is in its mouth uh, even more, and it takes three ripping damage. <laughs> piercing? Uh, not, yeah, we'll go piercing. Three piercing damage. And it is now the vulture's turn.
3: Cool. Um, and I want to preface that the vulture does in fact have advantage.
0: On what? So <laughs> the
3: vulture has advantage on attack rolls against a creature if at least one of the vulture's allies is within five feet. I am an ally. I'm
0: you already. are super <laughs> ally. You made it exist. Cool. <laughs> yeah.
3: Awesome. It also has a multi-attack.
0: I mean, that that's sort of an existential question of whether or not <laughs> God is an ally and that kind of thing, right? <laughs> We're not getting that deep. <laughs> um,
3: she's just going to point at uh, Scarface dude.
0: Corn, corn, yeah,
3: And say Who is on the ground him. pinned
0: beneath two, two blades? Yeah. Oh, is he now prone? Oh, yeah. Okay. She's
3: going to point it, to him and say him, and uh, the vulture is going to go first for a beak attack.
0: Nine. It has advantage. Oh, yeah,
3: you're right.
0: Twelve. Neither hit, unfortunately. It.
3: Is it double advantage? Cause he's- mm-hmm.
0: There's no <laughs> such thing as <laughs> vent advantage. advantage. But advantage. that question has been asked <laughs> for uh, ages, uh, f- and you should not feel bad about asking <laughs> it <him that> Because <laughs> there are many, many, no, you many get, you you only Reddit posts a, on this. You only get one advantage. Uh, if You would have had it prior to the vulture's ability to have advantage on its own. Because it's prone. Uh, however, uh, he, he sort of writhes underneath the the blades of uh, Reval and Koshu. And the vulture sort of pecks down at him, trying to grab at, at, at entrails that may have been exposed by your fellow godbearers, um, but the writhing seems to move him out of the way of the vulture's beak and you hear the squawk of the vulture in protest as it doesn't find its feast is that the vulture's turn?
3: Uh, then uh, frustrated it's gonna go for a talon attack
0: okay was, you know, mm-hmm. druids, 7,000 turns.
3: 12. <laughs> oh, wait, 22. 22? Yeah.
4: She 18. Both I course. gotta watch it happen.
3: Because <laughs> I'm so untrustworthy.
0: I mean. Six?
3: You
4: six. <laughs> Did you see that, Jenny? <gasps> I didn't, because you didn't say that in the mic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh! 11 damage.
0: She also didn't flip him off in the mic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pay for
4: that later. (laughs) Don't make it sound like it'll be enjoyable. Yeah, why are you so excited?
3: (laughs) Did I kill him?
0: (laughs) The vulture squawks in protest as it it misses its beak attacks and uh, lands on the gut of corn and tears its claws into it. You said 11 damage? And the leather armor beneath him scrapes and screeches as the claws rend through it and draw lines of blood across his gut. And he starts to smile again. It's easier turn.
3: First she's going to call the vulture back. So he's coming back okay. to her. Yeah. Um, is his captain friend or the other dude? Oh, what's his name? Nathaniel
0: Warren. Warren and Peronis are not in sight.
3: How close are the ones on the bats to me?
0: They're about 20-ish feet away, I'd say. Maybe 30. Just depends on what you're attempting to do. The ones that are falling on the ground are probably a little bit closer than the rest of them.
4: Are the con- conjured animals... Is that a concentration thing that you have?
3: Yeah, but I can still attack in concentration. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm just asking. You just can't cast another spell.
3: Yeah.
4: Or wild shape.
3: Yeah. Uh, okay, and you are... Uh, he is how far from me?
0: She's pointing to Brian. Telidris is the closest to you as far... Actually, no, he... he, he I'm he, off the edge of the a, ship. He's off the edge of the ship. He's, he's pretty far.
3: Yeah. Okay, can it's I like tell if idea. any of them are directing towards him?
0: Are they looking at him?
3: Like like they might be going to get him next.
0: Uh, to kind of get, gather that information, you have to perception check for your action.
3: Yeah. Oh, for my action? Mm-hmm. That's just thinking.
0: <laughs> nope, <laughs> it's looking. It's really, at- really looking hard. Okay. She's just <laughs> <something>. <laughs> <laughs> That takes an entire six seconds. Thinking is
3: hard. Um, <laughs> okay, she's going to take out her javelin then, and she's just going to um, throw it at the one closest to her. Okay. That's in the air.
0: Mm. What? Go ahead and roll me that perception check, but it won't be your action. It'll just be the, the quick glance.
3: I'd rather not.
0: No, I, I, I want eight. you It's eight. Uh... Nothing. Oh wait!
3: I have the dot. Does that mean I have advantage?
0: Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not laughing at. I'm not laughing at <laughs> you. She was like I just love your interpretation <laughs> of everything as potential. Everything advantage. is potentially. I can re-roll everything. <laughs> I don't like my roll. Can I continue rolling? For, for funsies, you should know that advantage looks like a green d20 next to the stat on d and d beyond. Is. So did uh, you? I it, did you D&D. add your your bonus yeah. to it. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't see any of the other riders from your vantage point standing there at the the entrance of the stairwell.
3: Okay, so I can't see anything to throw.
0: Uh, you could hit Brian's bat.
3: Nope. Tell Idris' um, bat. Okay. Instead of throwing the dravelin, then she's gonna yell out Nathaniel.
0: Behind you. You hear the falls of two sets of boots and a voice that says, I told you you needed this boy. And that's where we end today's episode.
4: (laughs) Nice, nice. Just had to bring him into it.